right, I'm ready to try again. I want to, I want to do this. I want to do that, you know, and I'll, I'll start off. Okay. A while ago, I started doing some trap bar deadlifts. They were okay. Really, really lightweight. Um, really lightweight when I'm talking like 20 kilos, um, just pretty much the bar to start with. Um, and that, that was okay for a little while. And then the pain started coming back. I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to push this anymore. So that pain started coming back. It's like, all right, I'm not, I'm going to move away from this. What else can I do? And that's been my biggest, um, thing throughout this whole journey of lifting is I can't do, I'm not, I'm not able to do that. My body doesn't like that, but what else can I do? There's always something else that I can do. Welcome to the Weight Loss for Women podcast, a place where we share everything you need to know about restoring your metabolism so you can eat more, train less, and lose weight in a healthy and sustainable way. I'm Kitty Bloomfield, co-founder of New Strength and Saturated, creator of pro-metabolic food supplements and seriously saturated skincare. And today I've got my uh, friend and one of our amazing coaches, uh, Melissa Collins, back on the podcast. She's actually been on the podcast. Is this the third time? Yes. Yeah, so the initial one we did, which is a really great one about sex, because a lot of the women that, yeah, which is, who doesn't like some sex? But Mel, so a lot of the women we work with come in with low libido, and then, you know, when we improve their nutrition and their lifestyle, that libido will come back, but often they're feeling a bit disconnected from their husbands. So, you know, Mel's done, didn't you do a workshop? Yes. Something, yeah. So she's I've actually, done. I've actually worked with quite a few couples um, as well, you know, getting their, their, um, their sex life back on track. Yeah, so go and listen to that podcast if you'd like to, you know, like if if that resonates with you. And then we've just done an interview on with her on her story. But um, today I wanted to get her on the podcast to talk about, you know, how to approach training when you've got an injury. And I guess some of the maybe like even mindset stuff around it, um, because I guess what triggered this, Mel, wasn't it? One of your clients, what did they say to you? You don't know what it's, you know, you don't know how frustrating it is not being able to train. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll give the short backstory and then Mel could talk more about it. But Mel, since I've known Mel, she's had this weird back injury that no one can like fix or even know what it is. And it's not like she hasn't tried either. She's worked with our friend Jim Bostock. She's had MRIs. You've seen other specialists. She's worked with so many coaches, Craig, Thomas. Remember that lady that you work with over in the North side? She was like a yeah. specialist rehab type lady. And the, no matter what Mel's done, she hasn't been able to fix this issue. So I guess initially well, what, what I want to say is if you are actually injured, you should go and seek help and, you know, maybe go see a physio or specialist and then work to, you know, it could possibly be your technique um, you know, or, or you know, whatever it is. Cause we've worked with women who've come to our program and they, we've improved their technique and, or they've went and seen someone and got, you know, assessed and it, they've fixed whatever it is. And then we've done some rehab stuff with them. So like go and, you know, obviously see if you can fix it first, but I think Mel's case is very unique and she has done everything, everything <laughs> like, <laughs> I and from instead, we've exhausted all avenues here. Avenues. Yeah. <laughs> and for you, I think it, you've got such a great story to share because a lot of women will get injured and then think, I'm just going to throw the baby out with the bathwater and I can't do anything. Um, and, you know, I just want you to come on and share your journey and, you know, what you've done and what you're doing now and some of the struggles that you've had. So hopefully it can help other women who, you know, may have injuries um, too. So I didn't even know where we start. Like, 
I mean, if you go back and listen to Mel's podcast on her story, I won't get you to tell your whole story again. Go listen to that. But I think, you know, we've talked about this a lot of it being linked to emotional pain. So maybe start there. Yeah, and, and trauma. Yeah. yeah from tri- childhood trauma as well. So um, when I first started going and getting treatment, that was one of the first things Jim Bosock said when he, you know, worked on my body, felt my body and um, to, found out my story. He was like, well, you know, this, this would be a lot of um, emotional pain because I was like, what? You know, that's he's amazing, amazing little Asian guru. <laughs> um, but I was like, there's something wrong with him. He doesn't know what he's talking about. And, um, well, funny, <laughs> now um, it actually turns out that it is a lot of, a lot of emotional pain, a lot of trauma from childhood as well that's stored in there that I haven't, you know, been able to um, to deal with, um, and, and it comes out in pain, you know, which I'm I'm working through now. This is my my thing that um, you know I'm focusing on now is releasing childhood trauma, releasing you know, well trauma as an adult as well, pretty much through my whole life, and releasing emotions that I've had stored in my body. For a long, long time, which has had an effect on my training, a big effect on my training. Um, I, I'm not able to, and I haven't been able to for quite a few years, a deadlift, squat, bench, those three really good, big compound movements that I just want to do so, so bad. It's even any lower body movement as well. So like you get issues with leg press, yeah, no. like uh, barbell hip thrusters, yeah, yeah. lunges, yeah. heavy, like anything, right? That sort of loads yeah, that yeah. lower body. Yeah. Well, it started with those big movements and I, I, you know, I worked with Thomas, I worked with, um, you know, Jake and Craig, of course, I worked with Matthew. Um, I love those big compound movements, but they don't like me. My body doesn't like them. Um, and it's, it's, you know, I don't know if it's the load or just, I know with the squat, it, be, it became a lot of fear-based as well because I knew that this is going to, you know, um, not be good for my body because I'm, I'm going to get pain out of it. So then there was a fear of going in and you got to the point where I just, I couldn't squat anymore. I didn't want to go and squat because I was in fear of it because I knew it was going to hurt me, but I really, really wanted to do that big movement. It was the same as the other two movements, you know, and I just had to come to the, to terms with uh, my body just doesn't like doing them. And I have to shift away from them. Still now though, it'll be about every six months, I will tell you, I'll message him or get on a call with him. and I'll be right, right. I'm ready to try again. I wanna, I wanna do this. I wanna do that. You know, and I'll, I'll start off okay. A while ago, I started doing some trap bar deadlifts. They were okay, really, really lightweight, um, really lightweight. When I'm, I'm talking like twenty kilos, um, just pretty much the bar to start with, um, and that, that was okay for a little while. And then the pain started coming back. I was like, okay, well, I'm not gonna push this anymore. So that pain started coming back. It's like, all right. I'm not, I'm going to move away from this. What else can I do? And that's been my biggest um, thing throughout this whole journey of lifting is I can't do, I'm not, I'm not able to do that. My body doesn't like that, but what else can I do? There's always something else that I do, always. Can you talk about like some of the like feelings that you've had come up about this? Because I think, you know, like sometimes you'll say to me, you know, I was, you know, I'll see you training, Kitty, or Jake will send me his training videos, and I start to feel really like jealous and up, not upset, but like I just, I'm like, oh, I really want to do that. So jealous, so jealous, and I still get that. You know, who I get really jealous of is watching uh, Nisa's bloody videos. <laughs> She's got this amazing peach. Oh, she does that big ass and those legs. Amazing, you know. Uh, 
And I, I watch her videos and I, I do, I get really, really jealous and envious. I, I wish I could do that, you know, because um, I'm still human, you know, when yeah. we get these feelings and yeah, I, I get very jealous with people that are able to do that, but admire them so much, you know. Yeah. So how do you work through that? Like when that happens instead of, you know, like, because I guess that those things and those feelings can come up, but you always seem to take the proactive, positive approach rather than going, oh God, I'm just not going to train at all. Like this is pointless. I'm just not going to do anything. I know I'm just going to eat shit and drink wine and just be feel sorry for myself. Yeah, no, that's never an option for me is giving up in anything in life, as you know. <laughs> and I'm very persistent. Um, so when, when those feelings happen, it's like, oh, okay. And it actually gives me drive to be better at the things that I am good at, you know. Mm. So um, I, I'm not able to squat like, like Lisa, but I can do shit load of chin-ups. I can do you can. It's amazing. Yeah. And lots of women would love to be able to do chin-ups. Yeah, dips, you can do dips. They're really difficult too. Dips are so hard. Yes. I kind of, because I had to move away from really heavy weights and find a lot of other things. And then I found skill-based stuff, you know, like the chin-ups, like the dips, Um, you know, hanging off bars with one hand while I'm lifting my legs up, you know, Um, one-arm chin-up. I can do one-arm chin-up. Just just things like that that make you super, super strong. Yeah. yeah, but that's I, I I actually use that jealousy as drive to be better at the things that I'm I'm good at now, or things that I haven't tried. It's like okay, well I want to try that, and if it doesn't give me pain, you know, I was like, oh, I'm going to get really really good at this. I get so excited when I find something new, you know, even if it is swinging off a bar and you know. <laughs> so what you're saying is you, you found the exercises that you can do, so you can do all the upper body exercises, right? And you've progressed. Yeah, all the other upper body um, exercises. I got on the leg press um, a couple of weeks ago and I thought, oh, we'll just go back on and see about the leg press. Just do the sled. No weight at all. Did a couple of reps, felt some pain there. I was like, okay. So I got off that and I went over to the seated leg curl. Seated leg curl, I can do. Leg extension, I can do. Um, The adductor and abductor, you know, machine, that's okay. Um. I'm doing a lot of body weight stuff too, just to get my body moving and, you know, that trying to activate that button that, you know, um, keep that core switched on as well and get those legs going. So like walking lunges, body weight squats, um, you know, all of even body weight stuff. And then I'll, you know, may add a two kilo weight and just build up from there. If I get to the point where it's like, oh, I can feel this. Okay, let's move away from the weight, go back to the body weight. Just being really persistent with it. I did mm. some, I tried some dumbbell RDLs the other day. I think there were four kilos. <laughs> mm. um, that was fine. About six months ago, I was doing RDLs, you know, with the big barbell with quite a lot of weight on there. I got up to, well, for me, quite a lot of weight. I think I got up to 60 kilos on those. They were really, really good. Then the pain started coming back. So I was like, okay, well, I'm going to move away from that. I just gave that a break. Now I've started back with the dumbbells and I'm just going to work my way up very, very slowly. This process has taught me patience. <laughs> and yes, it is frustrating, but there's always something else you can do. I hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. I just wanted to jump in quickly and talk a little bit more about our seven-day Eat More, Train Less, Get Results Challenge. So if you're new to the podcast, Um, and following me or say you've been following me for a while and you've been sitting on the fence 
The challenge is a great way to get started. Craig and I developed the challenge after working with women for over eight years and it was purposely built for women who want to achieve sustainable results without drastically cutting calories, sugar and carbs, or working out six days a week. So we want to show you how you can lose weight, tone up, but also feel good. So that means good sleep, no bloating, constipation, stable energy and moods, regular and relatively symptom-free periods, and no perimenopausal or menopausal symptoms. Unlike other programs that you'll find online, it's a holistic approach. So it provides you everything you need for long-term sustainable weight loss and body composition change while feeling good. So the seven-day challenge uh, provides a full meal plan, a workout plan for home and the gym with training exercise videos to guide your workouts. We've got metabolically supportive recipes, a recipe book, advanced supplement guides, direct support via our private community um, and Facebook page, and most importantly, education for long, long-term long success. So I actually got this great message in our private Facebook group yesterday from a woman who's listened to the podcast for two years, but only recently joined the challenge. So she said, I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of years, but just joined the challenge four days ago. I want to express my gratitude for all the amazing information Kitty and Craig offer in this challenge. I was hesitant to sign up because I only have dumbbells at home and I'm not ready to join the gym, but I'm super impressed so far and really excited to make positive changes in my life. So the challenge is a one-off payment of 27 Australian dollars and you get lifetime access and we have clients all over the world in the program. So I'm going to pop a link in the show notes with more information and let's get back to the podcast. And Mel, like obviously people can't see Mel, but if people have seen her, she looks great. And, you know, she once was, what's your heaviest weight that you were, body weight? Nine, nine, I think 93 kilo. And how much do you weigh now? 60. 60, yeah. So like Mel's really consistent with her nutrition. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, like uh, obviously if you can't like, Mel's not going to look like me because she can't lift the weights that I lift, but she still looks great. She's still got muscle. You know, you're about, what, eight kilos lighter than me, but you are not uh, overweight or, you know, because you, you, you're really consistent with your food. And Mel doesn't eat really low calories, like 1,200 calories, but she's very consistent. And I think, you know, like what advice would you give to women? Because what I find sometimes, and you might be able to comment on this, is women go, I can't train, so I'm just not going to be consistent with my nutrition. Wow. The food, the food is the most, the most important part, the most important part. And like with my, with my calories, um, when I start training back hard again, so when I cut back and start from scratch again, which has been hundred thousand times, (laughs) um, you know, I, I may lower my calories, but when I start, my weight start getting heavier and I start training back up again, my food always goes up because I get hungrier. And I have to listen to my body, you know, we can't, we can't stay on lower food and, you know, train hard because that's when your sleep, mood, energy, all those things go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm really in tune with my body now. And because mm-hmm. of this unexplained injury as well, I really need to take the time to listen to my body. What does my body need? So I know when I need more food, I know when I need more sleep, I know when I need to stop training. I work with a lot of ladies that have a lot of emotional pain. A lot of childhood trauma as well. They get to the point where they're just in pain, but they still go back to the gym. They're still adding that big load onto them. We really need to be able to step back and say, okay, well, what I'm doing right now is not working. It's not helping you release your trauma. It's not helping you, you know, um, in the gym to, you know, build muscle either because your body's damaged and it's stressed. 
you really need to know when to stop and just be like, okay, I need to knock this weight back now or even go back to bodyweight squats. Or you know what? Even take time away from training. Mm-hmm. You know, take take a week off, take two weeks off. Yeah, and that's not a big deal. Like no one, you're not going to lose muscle in two weeks. Like if you genuinely need, need to have a break, and I love what you were saying about like, just pull the weight back and maybe focus on the technique for a bit yeah. until you can work through this and fix your injury because you're still doing something. Yeah. You're still training. You're still going through the practice of training, staying in the habit, and the movement is good, right? Like yeah. moving your body. Yeah. yeah. And walking, walking every day as well. Um, with my injury, I found yoga. I do 20 minutes of yoga every morning. You know, I still, even on the days that I do train, that's just a thing. I just get up, I do yoga straight away. And mm. You know, it's really, really good for my body. Keeps us in the moment, in the present moment. Makes us breathe too. It's really good um, for that. But um, just just taking that time off too. You know, training's always going to be there. Stay consistent with your nutrition. Um, and just the inside and how we're feeling is, you know, it all comes back to it's so much more important than the outside. You know, we're all still focused on the outside so much, you know. By you being in an emotional state or being tired, being being angry, being frustrated with the kids, mm. you, know, you go and you lift heavy weights, that's going to add more stress on your body too. If you're feeling fatigued and you're feeling like your body just needs to rest, please just rest. Don't go push through that because you're only going to, you know, do more damage to your body. And the process that I'm going through at the moment too, you know, releasing a lot of emotion and trauma. Um, the worst thing I can possibly do right now is add heavy load to my body because I'm releasing a lot of emotion by going and deadlifting or, you know, um, doing a whole lot of really heavy stuff. Well, that's putting trauma back on your body. You know? Yeah, and it's like you have an injury that keeps flaring up. Like you go and do it and you're in really bad pain. So it's like, well, it's just this acceptance sometimes that yeah. potentially for a while, like for you, indefinitely, it's probably indefinite, mm-hmm. but for other women it might be going, I just can't do those movements for now. But I can do, like you said, you go and you do chin-ups and you do all this upper body work and you focus on progressing those things instead of going, I'm just going to like throw the baby out with the bathwater. We're an option in there. (laughs) But even money weight stuff, you know, I'm a coach. People say to me, you don't know how frustrating it is not to train. I do body weight stuff. You know, Mm. that's quite frustrating being a coach and not having to. Yeah. Yeah, I got it even late for us sometimes, you know. I walk up and down the gym lunging. I walk up and down my veranda lunging, you know. Yeah. I'll do um, body weight split squats, you know, yeah. all, all of these things. I'll add a little bit of weight. When I feel the pain come back, that's it. I'll have a break from that actual movement and then mm. start back again mm. after a while with, with just body weight. It's just and, – and I'll go and then I'll search for something else. It's like, well, let's try this. There's plenty of things that you can do. Mm. plenty of things there's always something that you can do and then maybe in six months time that might give me some aggravation so I just leave that alive and then I'll mm. like go back to something or find something new but yeah, there's always something you can do yeah 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 and so I guess what advice would you give to a woman who's sitting here thinking oh god I just like I've got this injury right now and I can't train this specific body part like what what advice would you give to them got a lot of other body parts you can try <laughs> This little lady said to me, she had her wrist a while ago. She's like, oh, I can't train for ages until my wrist heals. I'm like, you've still got two legs. Yeah, yeah you can <laughs> still, still leg rest. <laughs> yeah. And if you've got a sore foot or something, you know, you have to go do upper bodies. If you've got dumbbells at home, you know, you can always sit on the couch and do, do yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Do something instead of going, I'm going to do nothing. And then would you say really focus on your nutrition? Absolutely. Yeah. Make walking, walking, you know, yep. walk, but nutrition. You can't out-train a bad diet, you know. And then so you true. The most, and that's why I'm able to still look the way I do when I yeah. don't train heavy because I am. You're so consistent. You're the most bloody consistent. You and Anna Hansel are the two people that I know that truly when they say to me they're 100%, I'm like, you guys are 100%. 100%. Yeah. 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 It's pretty amazing. Oh, that was so good, Mel. Um, I don't know if there's anything else you want to add before we finish up. No, just, that's pretty much it. But, um, yeah, it is. it, it can be frustrating. It, it can be frustrating, but li- life is frustrating. You know, nothing's ever going to always go to plan. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's there's always going to be things that are going to jump in and disturb your routine, you know, um, and especially, you know, with, with training. Um, and like I said, you, if you can't train for a week or two, it's not the end of the world. No. There are the inside how you feel and your food. No. Yeah. I remember when I broke my arm squatting and I just actually have two weeks off because I was like, fuck, it was so painful, you know, like that initial time. And then after that, I was like a bit sad for three days, thinking, feeling sorry for myself. You know, and then I was like, all right, well, you can't, it's good. It'll heal eventually, but what can I do? So I just, Craig did me a program. So I had like, um, leg presses, had safety bar squats because I could hold the safety bar with one arm. But going into the gym and watching. Yeah. Yeah. And then I just did everything one arm. Yeah. Like one arm shoulder press, like one arm bicep curls, one arm tricep things until I got it out of the cast and slowly, you know, gradually. Yeah, because you're right. You're like, well, it's it. you can sit. I mean, we're not saying don't feel sad about, about it because it's okay to have feelings and feel sad. But then what what is it that you do after that? Right? Like you, do you focus and think, oh, I'm not going to do anything? Or can you? And it, I feel like it really makes you feel more empowered when when you, you got your power back, when you're like, okay, cool. All right, this is shit. I don't like it, but I'm going to focus on what I can do. Yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. there's yeah. Always, always something you can do. Yeah, we all know if we just sit there feeling sorry for ourselves, and you know that's going to be like, oh, I'm so unmotivated. And, yeah, you know, motivation comes from taking action. So, and yeah. I say to ladies, you know, well, what what can what can we take action on moving forward that is just going to improve that one percent? Yeah, every day. You know? Yeah, but so good. Um, yeah, all all of those people out there that don't think I know about not being able to. I'm like Mel, fucking no. How to train. Melbourne. I am the most frustrated um, yeah. coach in the program. <laughs> there is no one better to talk about this topic than you. I totally agree with that. Um, okay, cool. All right. Well, thanks so much, Mel. Thanks for coming on. And I really highly recommend going back and listening to um, Mel's other podcasts. And I will definitely have you, because what I'm going to do now is rotate through the, the coaches and just talk on different topics. So we'll have you on again um, soon. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you.